When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. Hi, and welcome to episode 202 of the Love Food Podcast. I'm Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. I'm wondering how your complicated relationship with food began. Do you remember the moment? Do you remember what was going on in your life? Do you remember how old you were? Well, I have a letter from someone who is only 15 and probably in those beginning stages. And even if you're older than 15, which I appreciate most of you are, you're going to totally relate to this letter. Because one thing I know is that the food peace journey has memories. And all we need to do is hear a song or have a flashback, maybe look at a picture and go right back to our 14 and 15-year-old self and feeling like in that body and what that was like. I know it's so awkward for all of us, but then for those of you who have a complicated relationship with food or told your body is wrong for whatever reason, it's it's a tough space. So I'm excited to dive into this letter And I know you're going to find some nuggets that you can take for your own life. And we get to hear from a dietitian that I met in October of 2019. Her name is Christina Johnson. And I met Christina at a conference for dietitians. We often call it the Super Bowl for dietitians. It's called the Food and Nutrition Conference and Expo. A lot of people call it Fancy. So I ran into Christina at the conference, and before that, I had heard her podcast. It's called Intuitive Eating for the Culture. And so I was looking for her because I wanted to talk to her and her about her experiences with podcasting and with intuitive eating, and I was so glad I did because she is someone that I have been following on Instagram as well, which is at Encouraging Dietitian. But she is going to be helping us with the letter today, and I think you're going to learn a lot from listening to Christina. So we're going to get to all that and get to this episode's letter after we hear a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Love Food Podcast is brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peace course. And during the month of February, every year, I like to run a special on the course. I also do it in September. So if February is not the right time for you, keep in mind, September will be the next time But during the month of February, I offer a coupon for 30% off. And all you need to do at checkout is enter the words love food. Actually, just make them one word. So love food is one word. At checkout, 
and you will get 30% off your course. And so my course is a 12-step system that I have been teaching clients individually for a very long time. I think it's about 15 years now about how to move away from diets when you're affected by PCOS. And I have put it into a course. Along with the education that a person gets in the course, there's also monthly coaching calls where we get to jump on um, a Zoom call and you get to hang out with other people who are also moving away from diets while living with PCOS. And we discuss what's what you need to do in order to incorporate some of the things you're learning within the course. And so check out all the details at PCOSandfoodpeace.com. And don't forget to use the special coupon LOVEFOOD at checkout. If you enjoy this episode of the Love Food Podcast, I would love it if you leave a rating or review. And if you've heard the episodes throughout 2020 so far, you know that I am searching for a literary agent Um, I have a book in me that needs to come out and I would love to find someone to publish it. But the feedback I have gotten so far is that I need more ratings and reviews. So my goal for 2020 is to get to 1,000 ratings and reviews in Apple Podcasts. So if you haven't left one yet, I would love it if you could do it. It's really simple. All you gotta do is, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, is pull up the show notes by... um, pushing your thumb up, I guess is how you say it. Obviously I was, I was born in the seventies, so this doesn't come natural to me, but as you're pulling up the show notes for the episode on Apple podcast, there's a hyperlink right there that you can click and it takes you right to leaving a rating or review. So I appreciate it in advance. So many of you have already done it and it's seriously, it makes my heart feel so good when I read the ratings and reviews, but doing any of those acts of kindness, just know that it really helps other people find the show. And it's also helping me to meet this goal. So thank you in advance. All right, enough of all that. Let's get to this episode's letter and hear from Christina Johnson. Dear Food, this is a much needed conversation. I know exactly when our story started to get a little complicated. It all started a little bit more than a year ago. I was only 14. Yes, Right now, I'm just 15 and a half. I know exactly why it started. I compared myself to one girl in my class. She was a gymnast and really muscular. I was just getting to high school and I admired her body. I've always been considered as a, quote, skinny girl. But at the time, I started hating my thighs. By the way, I still do. That same year, I started being more active and I thought that my thighs needed to be slimmer. Then... I started to do some research on my own by listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, reading. I did abs every morning. I also decided that I wanted to, quote, eat healthy, and I thought that I had to reduce you food a little bit. I didn't starve myself. I was too scared and too aware for this, but I had some rules. No bread, no dairy, no dessert, no snacks. At the same period of time, I lost my period. To this day... We, the doctors, my mother and I, still don't know what caused it because I didn't lose a lot of weight, just X amount of kilos. I didn't restrict, but something else started, binging. But here's... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My problem, sweetie, I found, and I still do, get so much comfort through you. I was thinking about you all the time, even in the holidays, even in school, wherever. It gets a little better when I am busy, but I still love you so much. Now, I am much more aware about nutrition, especially gentle nutrition. I eat when I'm hungry, but sometimes, and it is still very often, I just don't want to stop eating. And I know exactly why. When I'm with you, this is my break from school or a moment with a friend and family. And I don't want to get back to reality and to face my responsibilities as a 15-year-old teenager, of course. That's why I binge on you. To be honest, I have only felt a few times the real feeling of, quote, I cannot stop eating, unquote. I couldn't do anything and I would eat and eat and eat. Processed sweet food that I usually don't eat and then feel so bloated, having heart palpitations and being mentally down. I really don't know how to heal from binging on you. The most stupid thing in all this is that I know why I binge on you, and I'm aware a lot of things about nutrition, but I feel so trapped. I know you don't want to hurt me, but I don't know how to behave with you. With love, hope it will get better between us. And the author also notes, I apologize in advance if there are some mistakes. I am French. Hey, letter writer. Thank you so much for your note. And I really appreciate hearing your perspective. You're the first teenager that I'm aware of that has written in a letter. And I look forward to discussing it. And honestly, I chose it because even though you're a teenager... I think your your note is so relatable. And we get to hear from the fabulous Christina Johnson, a dietitian that I just met. And I think she's going to have some really important things for you, letter writer, and anyone who can relate. Hello. Hey, Christina. It's Julie Duffy Dillon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. It's so nice to chat with you. I know. It's so great. I love the the opportunity to connect. And um, did you get a chance to read this letter? I did. And I understand that you know French, which is so amazing. I had no idea when I sent you this letter. (laughs) Oui, je pense Um, I can um, conjugate the verb to fart. And that's all I remember from my four years of French (laughs) in high school. (laughs) That's probably That's not. That's useful. <laughs> I know my French teacher would be so disappointed in me. <laughs> but yes, this letter I was I when I sent it to you, I had no idea that you French. But also, um, I know the letter writer mentioned that they're, uh, you know, fifteen. But yet there were so many parts of the letter that I felt like 
penny, someone of any age could relate to maybe when they were a teenager or even as a grown up, you know. Um, but when you were reading it, what was your general impression about what this person's in- experiencing? I had so much compassion because I felt like I felt so little Christina when I read this, like mm-hmm. younger me. Um, being that age, being 14, 15, you are trying to figure out who you are in the world. And that's what she's doing. She's trying to figure out who she is in the world by looking at the people around her, the people that she admires and figuring out, well, why don't I look like them? Mm, yes. Um, I, and when I read that letter too, I, I, I could get the sense that even though, again, this person was so young, it's so relatable and um, there's so many things that we are looking for in that age, to, like to figure out who we are. And then when we don't see people that look like us, how that makes it so much harder. Is that what you're, mm-hmm. is that what you're connecting to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so what do you, what do you feel like, how does that kind of complicate our relationship with, with food and our body then? It makes it not okay to see other people who we admire, who we think have um, have what we want or have it all, have it all together. And then we, we can't find ourselves in that representation, right? Because we always say representation matters. And so in the situation, just like it would be for whether you're that age or you're an adult, you're trying to figure out like, okay, is it okay for me to be me? Is it okay for me to look the way that I look? Is it okay for me to eat what I eat? And if we can't find that validation out there, then we have to, we feel the urge, the desire to change that, to change what we're doing. And that's kind of what's happening here. It's like, I, she looks out and she sees this person that she thinks is like really cool and has it all together. And so she's trying to mimic that to maybe feel some sense of acceptance or to feel like, okay, if this person is, their body is validated, I want what they have. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a permission then to feel at home in your own skin if you can find someone that you think is pretty cool or just someone mm-hmm. who's obviously accepted. Um, yeah. And so tell me more about that with like our relationship with food too. Like, um, how do you see those, that kind of evolving? Yeah. Well, she mentions that she's, um, sort of restricting specific food groups and there's, um, the one that was really kind of alarming to me, but then I kind of understand it. Cause at that age I was like, I don't mind like not having a period. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I get it. Like I don't mind not having one, but also being that young, you can't quite understand uh, the long-term consequence of it. And so in the moment, it feels like, oh, this is really safe. It's helping me get the thing that I want to get. When in actuality, not having your period for however long is really not a good thing. Once you have it, that means that you have enough body fat to sustain another life. And now for you know whatever reason, whether it's the restriction or some sort of um, excessive movement, we're now in a place where our body doesn't have that essential fat. Mm-hmm. to maintain that other life and what is and what could potentially happen and happens um many in many cases is bone density loss right right yeah i think people only think about the, like the period part but it it really is a sign of health and i'm so glad you brought up the periods part of this because um the letter writer brought up something that i feel like is a really big myth or misunderstanding with um, the general population and a lot of healthcare providers that someone has to be at a lower weight or has to have lost weight in order to lose their period. And that doesn't matter. Like the, if the body's not getting enough energy, that's what it does. It turns off the period and, and also like shuts down like bone marrow production, you know? Like, so like, um, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was like, Oh, that is a big thing that people need to be aware of, you know? 
Um, yeah, it, it's it's always going to come down to energy availability. If I do not have enough energy available to sustain my own life, reproduction is not necessary for me to keep living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, yeah. that's what's happening here is re- reproduction is not necessary for her to keep living. Yeah, yeah. What a pain the ass periods are, but like they are such a important sign that the body has what it needs to like make make basic needs you know like or basic needs are met not just like it's like a frivolous optional extra thing um but yeah at 15 i can appreciate being like meh that's great i don't have to worry about the period thing um but it's also something that you don't have to like hunt to figure out because when a person's eating is appropriate and they previously had a period the period will come back you know but it's a good sign to just know if it's appropriate or not but um yeah i really appreciate that you brought that up so christina with with this person's letter writer or for or this person <laughs> as the writer letter writer rather and anyone listening who can relate what would you recommend as some like first few steps forward to to help their relationship with food in their body one i would always recommend being really gentle with yourself because she brings up um this sort of uh like she's started binging because she finds comfort in food but that she wants to, she doesn't want to find that comfort. And quite frankly, I, like, I'm okay with that. Sometimes you need to find comfort until you can find another coping skill. And so while we're trying to find that other coping skill, maybe this is kind of what we have to keep doing for a hot second. Cause there's, um, at, at that age, right? Like now I'm an adult and I have other responsibilities and things that take up my time. But even at that age, like school, friends, trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. Like there's so much pressure and you're, you're at this age where people expect things of you. They expect you to be a responsible person, but then they don't take you seriously. And so it's such a hard spot to be in to feel respected and validated as an individual with your own opinions when people are like, oh, you're a kid, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm. You're a kid, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's such a duality I never really appreciated. And I, you know, honestly, I'm thinking about my own daughter who's almost 12. I'm like, yes, we expect her to be more mature, but yet do we take her seriously? That's a really good thing to make me pause. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So from there, um, what else, if anything, would you recommend are some steps forward? I would recommend at this point, I would definitely recommend getting in with a dietitian if we're having a loss of period and the doctor seems to be confused about this. Um, doctor and mom heard everybody's confused. I'd recommend speaking with a dietitian because at this point we've gone past just like being able to potentially refeed, like renourish at home, it's time to have that professional step in and like create a bit more structure to make sure that we're ticking all of our goals. Because uh, I would be concerned and I'd want to like a workup, like a, a workup of her blood to make sure that nothing else is going on. Because even if we can't outwardly see the signs of malnourishment, that does not mean that they're not there. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes even I've noticed with working with clients is that um, blood work is always important because then it helps us to know if something in particular is provoking things. And sometimes it looks completely normal with malnutrition, which totally sucks because I'll have people come in and say like, Julie, I'm fine. I'm like, no, no, you're not fine. They just didn't find anything. <laughs> you know, like this doesn't mean you're fine. Um, it's still like parts that uh, you can still be malnourished and have normal blood work, you know? Um, but yeah, there's certainly things that we can test. I can't remember. Is it estradiol with the period? Um, and so that could be helpful just to kind of track along the way. 
And, you know, the something I was wanting to dig a little deeper on, if you don't mind, is like, even this person's discussion of binging, I think, is so normal in a sense, like the because the body is not getting enough food, um, as evidenced by the the period going away. um, And this feeling of not necessarily like feeling totally out of control that, you know, this person says sometimes that happens, but most of the time it's not quite that intense, but that feeling that it just feels so comforting, which again, like you said, is such a normal, not necessarily normal, but like um, a way to take care of yourself, you know, and I totally agree with you, but also um, when the body is malnourished, how binging is kind of like the way the body's getting what it needs. So someone may be listening who isn't 15 or hasn't lost their period, but they're also binging. And when I read this letter, it kind of reminded me that all eating disorders have restriction. Um, even ones who people are like, well, I'm just binging. I'm not restricting. But really, when we dig deeper, it's like, yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> you know, what do you think about that? Yeah, I it's I hear so much of like, this to me sounds like an adult that came home from work and had a hard day at work. Yes. And they're just trying to find comfort in like a pint of ice cream because they had a hard day. Like, I see it as such an a normal function of trying to cope when you don't have other skills. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, there's no shame here. There's no blame. And it's really trying to find, um, trying to figure out how to create more balance of making sure we're getting food all through the day and not just at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that would be a great thing, but then also just getting some coping skills, like figuring out things that make you feel good and make you feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's food or something else, whether it's coloring or journaling or, going and sitting in nature, whatever that is for you. Yeah. Yeah. I always think of when a binge or any kind of really eating disorder behavior really is somehow the body letting the person know that there's an unmet need. And sometimes it's physiologically like, like a call to physiology, you know, the body's going through a restriction and sometimes it's that there's trauma that they're living through or they don't have enough support. You know, it's a kind Mm -hmm. of a, a, a flag being like, Hey, can you attend to this, please? And also, like, I'm so glad when people do tell me they binge, like, in a sense, because I'm like, especially if the person is not getting enough and it's like taking care, it's like comforting them, you know, it's like helping someone to survive the trauma. So it's not like you said, it's not a bad thing. It's it's just a it's a, a kind of a cue to like, let's find some other ways too. So. With all, all being said, um, we have something on the Love Food podcast called the Food Peace Syllabus. And if you're new to the show, the Food Peace Syllabus is a collection of resources like books, uh, blog posts, movies, documentaries, anything under the sun that helps your relationship with food and body. And you can get to the latest latest edition of that at juliedillonrd.com. And Christina, is there anything that you would like to add to it? Um, there is actually, because the letter writer speaks French, um, there is a French Instagrammer who talks all about intuitive eating and health at every size, um, sort of the science behind like food and eating. And so her name, her Instagram handle, and this is where my French teacher would probably be upset with me, (laughs) is, uh, I believe you say her name as Elaine C. Awesome. Can you spell it? Yes. E-L-Y. A-N-E-C. Awesome. And underscore. And underscores at the end. Okay. Um, I'm going to put that in the show notes too. And um, 
Thank you. That's going to be super helpful, I think, for this person in particular and anybody else who's French speaking. Um, there's a few French Canadian dietitians that I've gotten to know. Um, one in particular is Jose Savinsky. I also could put her um, handle in the show notes. But um, yeah, and I um, kind of want to practice my French a little bit more now after talking to you. <laughs> is there any phrase that in intuitive eating that you or just something in French that you feel like would be like a cool intuitive eating thing to say? I'm totally putting you on the spot, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, is there anything that you could think of that would be a cool thing to say in French? My brain is only saying simetiga, like it's whatever. Ah, that's cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. And all I want, all I can say is, you know, how to to fart or something. <laughs> Not appropriate. Uh, anyway, so I really appreciate your time, Christina. This has been such a, a wonderful chat. And if someone wants to find out more about your work, where's the best way for them to find you? Find me on Instagram. I hang out there all the time. Um, it is encouraging dietitian just all the way spelled out. Got it. And I'll put that in the show notes too. Yes. I love your Instagram um, account is it's very, um, I feel like it's very thought provoking. Whenever I read your posts, I I definitely pause. Like I'm not just scroll, scroll, scroll. (laughs) I'm like, Christina, that's making me think. And sometimes I like that. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, I'm tired, but I still, I save it. And then I think later, Um, (laughs) but thank you so much for that thought-provoking Instagram account. And I again, I really appreciate your time and your expertise. Thank you for having me. Okay, so it's recording. And Christina, tell me more about what we were kind of hanging up, but then as we were talking, we were like, no, we got to push record again. So tell me again what you were just starting to say. Yeah, so the letter writer says that she's aware of nutrition, but she feels so trapped and it makes her feel stupid. And one, you're not stupid. But two, you can't nutrition your way out of a binge. There's not enough uh, nutrition education to get you out of a binge if the binge is to cope. Mm, I'm so glad that we are recording this part. I think that's so, so important. And this is where I see fat phobia really harming so much of our foundations of like our self-worth that we think that. Um, our relationship with food or our body is just about intellect and willpower. And so when you said like, you can't nutrition your way out of a binge, it's like uh, so much of food is like primal. And like we were talking about before, like comfort, these are things that are not, so they're not like A plus B equals C calories in calories out. Like it's, it's not all linear like that. This is so much more complex and nuanced and important. And so, so I'm glad that you brought that up. So Thanks again. You're welcome. So there you have it. Letter writer, I hope the conversation that I had with Christina Johnson was helpful for you and for anyone listening who can relate to what this letter writer is experiencing. I know there are many of you who can, um, and I hope the conversation was helpful. Of course, you know, the conversation was not something that is a replacement for working with a dietitian or a doctor. It's purely educational and informational, but I hope it helps you to feel empowered to make those next steps to contact a dietitian or talk to your doctor and know that you don't have to stay in this complicated relationship with food. There is another way. So I see food is written back, but before we get to food's letter... This episode of a Love Food Podcast was brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peace course. Get to all the details at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. 
If you enjoyed this episode of a Love Food Podcast, I would so appreciate a rating, a review, subscribe, or share an episode. Doing any of those acts of kindness really helps the show grow, and I appreciate it in advance. All right, so until next time, take care. Dear, hope it will get better between us. Even though you're young, you're so very wise. Your relationship with food has gotten so complicated and we hope you know something. There never has been and never will be anything wrong with your body. Even if you don't look like the people around you, you don't need to be fixed. We Food Appreciate Eating Differently has provided some comfort, yet we think you need support. Contact a dietitian. Be gentle with yourself as you move forward. This isn't about what you know, rather, getting the support and power you need. Love food. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.